Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Natalina. Such an honor to be here and happy to have you here with us. We are going to be speaking with Camila Gornia. She's the founder of the Heart Behind Hustle movement, where she motivates entrepreneurs like you strategically to build businesses around what you love. She spends time helping you make a larger impact in the world and how you can take your message and reach an even larger audience and making sure that you can be seen and heard. So for any of you guys that are just starting your business, just building it, or if you're in an advanced stage of building your company, even if you're making six figures, seven figures, but you still want to reach a larger, larger audience, this episode is for you because Camila is going to break down a couple things that'll help you get to the next step. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Camila, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So tell us about yourself and what it is that you're doing. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, Nera. Uh, so, uh, like she mentioned, my name is Camila Gornia, and I'm basically the founder and CEO of Heart Behind Hustle, which is a coaching and e-learning company. So, what we do is we basically support female entrepreneurs, mostly coaches, experts, and service-based entrepreneurs, in being able to scale their business and make more money and impact more people in a way that actually aligns with their personality and is within the integrity of how you want to show up and and your passion. Okay. So we always like to ask our um, guests, you know, about their journey because we find that it's it's incredibly fascinating and we usually don't just um, start this way. There's usually something that kind of propels us to where we are today. So I'd love to hear kind of how you got into this industry or this field and kind of what inspired you to create a heart behind hustle and to become an entrepreneur. Yeah, well, I've been an entrepreneur for many years since I've been 12, kind of. <laughs> That's when I started my first like website and great community around it and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's it's been something that's always been and uh, basically like a, a subconscious interest of mine, I, I suppose. Uh, I never actually specifically overtly said I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but through the things I did, it was clear that I was having businesses. Um, but Harvey and Hustle actually itself started in 2015. And I already had a coaching business at that point because I was doing uh, my coaching business for probably four years at, at this point as a personal brand. And, but it wasn't until actually 2018 where I decided to make a shift and focus on just Heart Behind Hustle. Um, the way that it started is I started it as an online magazine um, and quickly realized that I, it's, it's not how I like to do things. It's just not aligned with my personality in terms of managing writers and all that stuff. It's just, it's not how I like to do things. So I kind of put it on the back burner as I was growing my coaching business and uh, basically started to see like, what are the different things that I really love being able to do? And I realized that in order for me to make the impact that I want to make, I can't just be focused on my personal brand. It's like bigger than 
than just me. Um, and I really wanted to make it more focused on the women that we work with and the people that we have, um, that we support. So basically we decided to make that shift in 2018, January actually. And so it's very new with this, um, with the rebrand and everything, but you know, basically supporting entrepreneurs is something, like I said, it's something I've been doing for, um, four years within my own business, but probably closer to seven years uh, professionally. And it's just something I've always done in terms of online marketing, you know, because I don't know, it's, it's always been easy for me. (laughs) So that's, that's a little bit about that. So tell us a little bit because, um, you, you know, what you're doing is so important, right? You're, you're basically empowering and helping entrepreneurs to, you know, really follow their passion, their purpose, um, not wasting time doing other things that don't fulfill them, but doing, doing the things that really ignite spark and creativity in them. Um, t- tell us a little bit what that looks like for the majority of the people. Is it, is it hard for them to identify their passion? Um, what, what does that look like with your, um, I guess, your success stories? Yeah, well, the people that we work with already know what their passion is because we work with existing entrepreneurs. So we don't necessarily work with people that don't know what their business should be. That's really not my specialty. Um, It's people that already have a business and they want to make a bigger impact with that. So for a lot of people, a lot of the, a lot of the work is, I mean, for some of them is mindset related, you know, being able to actually acclaim the fact that they're an expert and be able to share that with other people, that visibility aspect is a little bit difficult. Uh, so that's one element of that. But then the other element is like the tangible, how are you actually doing it? How are you actually going to make that impact? Because for most of the people that we have in our community, um, on the one hand, yeah, obviously they want to make money. That's, that's important as a business owner, but it's also really important for them to make that impact, to make a difference on their clients' lives or their community's lives. They have big a big vision for their business, whether they want to write books or be speak on stages or lead conferences or do retreats or whatever it is. They just, they know that that's something that they want to do, but they feel like they're not quite there yet, but they want to be. So mindset is enough and just confidence is enough either. So we need to look at the specific tangible things like the marketing pieces and that kind of stuff. So it, it varies for each person, depending on where they're starting, like the clients that are already at six figures that come to us, obviously they're starting in a different place. And the way that I would support them is going to be different. Like we would create, you know, a program that might align with that or doing a, a bigger launch or um, running ads or something. But for someone that's a little bit newer, it really does start with like, okay, but who are you? How are you showing up? How are you actually getting out there and making a difference with what you have available to you and getting some of these clients on board in a way that they're getting a transformation. So it just varies. <laughs> okay. So let's break it down a little bit then. Let's talk extreme cases on both ends for, so for a smaller company that's just getting off the ground, but they know what they want to do. They're excited to move. Um, what's the number one thing that you see is kind of getting in their way right now? Is it this idea that they're not really clear or they're kind of having an identity crisis in their company? What does that look like in the beginning stages? Yeah, I would say it's a little bit of all of those things. So I I think a lot of people don't have uh, that clarity on what makes them unique, what makes them stand out. And the fact that they are able to actually be that person for a lot of people, because, because a lot of the people I work with are coaches or experts. Um, many of them feel like 
a fraud in the beginning because maybe they haven't had their business for a little while. Maybe they haven't worked with that many clients. So being able to claim the fact that like, you know what, I'm going to start telling people that I know what I'm talking about and showing them that I know what I'm talking about um, is a little bit difficult. So um, it's, it's that clarity piece of what are you saying? What is it that makes you different and knowing that yourself so you can share that with others, but then also specifically, I mean, kind of guiding their, their visibility process. <laughs> so them actually being able to like go on Facebook live or post something vulnerable or, or just share about a piece of themselves that isn't necessarily super business oriented. That's super buttoned up because the big thing that um, that's happening nowadays is, you know, people really want to connect with people. So in order for you to do that, you have to kind of loosen up. You have to show your heart, right? That's the whole point of Harvey and Nestle too. Um, Being able to lead with the heart. And it's really difficult for a lot of people to do so uh, because of, you know, it's just, a different way of doing things. A lot of people are private. Um, and it's not that you can't be private and be visible. You totally can, but it's just finding that balance that's going to work for people. That's, that's, um, very interesting. I mean, do you find that a lot of them are, you know, when you, when you talk about this fraud identity, you know, and and a lot of people deal with this, the imposter syndrome, or, I mean, you're right, right. In the beginning of building your company or starting off, you feel, you feel like you don't have enough experience to do what you're doing. Um, and we find this in, in many entrepreneurs in the very, very beginning. So, Uh, How do you get over that? Or what are some tips, I guess, that you suggest to your clients in regards to, you know, just pushing through this mindset because everybody has to start from ground zero at some point? Yeah. So it also depends where, like, what is actually happening for this person. So if someone is coming in a scene and they have literally never worked with any clients and they're, you know, someone's telling them to go and and like say that I work with all these clients and I'm so successful. Like that is not, that's out of alignment, right? That's, that's out of integrity. So that's something I just wanted to mention. Like I wouldn't recommend someone to go and like fake things and say things that are incorrect. Right. But if a lot of these people, for example, have been doing this work in their industry, for example, in corporate, and now they're shifting and doing a similar thing within their business. So that's like a very clear transition. Yes, you're an expert. You have been getting paid for this. You have been, uh, you know, you have been doing this work. You have experience. So yeah, you're an expert. Now it's time for you to mentally claim it. And a lot of times it's just finding evidence and just like showing yourself that, yes, you do know what you're talking about. Just start doing it. And it's, it's really, you know, moving through that resistance is just working through it and actually doing it. Um, so that's the other thing now for people that are newer and they're, you know, they do want to show up and they, maybe they haven't had a lot of experience. Um, I recommend just getting experience first, you know, that's going to be the best builder of confidence instead of faking it and then feeling like a fraud or imposter, like, then don't be an imposter and go and get some clients. Um, and you could get free clients. It doesn't have to be that you're getting paid for your um, expertise in the beginning. Like I certainly didn't for like when I had my photography business, uh, I was doing a lot of free photo shoots because I wanted to build my portfolio because in order for me to get the paying shoots, people needed to see how my work looks like, right? It just makes sense. Same with my coaching business. In the beginning, I was getting, um, and I was doing free coaching calls with people to build up my testimonial base and people were talking about me and the fact that like I helped them or whatever. So, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's basically asking yourself, what do I need in order to feel more secure in my position um, and be able to feel more confident and being able to share that I am an expert in X, Y, and Z. What do you actually need? What needs to happen? 
for that to, for you to feel that way. And, you know, it, it, hopefully it isn't like you have to go speak on a TEDx stage because that's not, that's, that's like further down the line, you can actually go out there and do different things right now to establish your expertise. So it's, it's just laying it out and then doing the things you're able to do and the rest of the things just working through mindset wise. So I think that's really important that you said in regards to just gaining experience, because I mean, there are some, I mean, let's just be real here. There are some people that all of a sudden, let's say they want to be a coach. They want to be a transformational coach, but there's no experience that they have really in regards to working and coaching people, right? It's maybe just an aha moment that they had in their experience that they had. And I think you're spot on in saying that you don't have to charge right away. It could just be that you're giving away your time and you're practicing your craft and building testimonials before you start charging, opposed to going straight into charging and now, um, you know, like, let's say that's your first client, you know, and working out the kinks on them. Would you agree with that? Right. I absolutely agree. And, and some people might not agree with that, but honestly, I think it's all about momentum. And the more you can actually see that you're helping people and people are getting results, your confidence is going to grow and you're going to feel better about charging and you're going to be able to ra- like raise the, those prices faster as well once you do start charging. Mm. So I noticed um, when I was going through your website, um, you know, that it talks about how Heart Behind Hustle is made for women. Why specifically did you um, choose to work with women in regards to the company? Yeah, that's a good question. I've actually always worked with men and women. Um, but something that was interesting, and I still work with men under my personal brand. Uh, so that's, you know, but Harvey and Hustle, it's so interesting. I was so resistant to the idea of focusing on women exclusively. Um, and I was working with my branding people and they basically asked me straight, like point blank. They're like, well, are you like, can you be fully honest with me and say that you are a hundred percent yourself when you know you're talking to both men and women? And I had to think about it. I was like, yeah, totally. But then I had to think about it. I'm like, well, am I really? So I wasn't, right? Because I was trying to attract both both genders. And some of the things that I actually like talking about, I wasn't talking about. Or <clears throat> the way that I was actually showing up was a little bit diluted because I was hoping to attract and not di- not make the men feel like they don't belong, right? Um, so I was kind of downplaying the feminine side of me, if you will. So you know, basically made the decision that, you know what, number one, I want to be myself and I want to just talk the way I talk with my girlfriends. And that's kind of the vibe I want Heart Behind Hustle to feel. I want everybody to feel uh, supported and welcome and like it's a community and, you know, whatever. And if it, I guess if a man resonates with that, fine. That's totally cool. We have some uh, male followers on my, um, in the tribe actually, even though they know it's for women. So I I think it's totally great as long as they know that like, I'm going to talk about girly stuff (laughs) sometimes, you know? So that's, um, that's number one. But then number two, I think, um, it's so like, I'm, I'm very passionate about, you know, just feeling empowered in what you're doing, you know, for, for women, especially, uh, we've been, I mean, you know, you know how, how things have been for, for many of us, uh, you know, not being taken seriously or there's a pay, you know, the, um, the pay gap and there's so many things, um, around women necessarily, and not even specifically on like the tactical things, but for me, it's about like how women feel. Um, and women often don't feel like they're able to claim their power. <clears throat> they're, they're, they feel like they're not able to be confident or feel powerful or feel sexy or feel whatever without, 
um, without at the same time feeling like they're threatening someone or they're not, you know, they're not being fully themselves when they are. It's just, there's a lot of baggage that women have and I want them to be able to feel more empowered, which is something I've been working through um, for many years in my own life. You know, I've always thought that I needed to be more masculine in order to fit in with the people that I worked with because it's a, you know, I used to work in corporate. Um, and then being able to like compete or attract people or, um, you know, create the success that I wanted. I needed to be more, um, I needed to not be as feminine basically, even though I wanted to, like, I, I wanted to be more feminine. So being able to just know that you can do whatever you want, you're, you have the power to make whatever happen. Um, and you don't have to shift and mold into, you know, somebody else's expectations, societies or, you know, men's or whoever's. So it's that kind of female empowerment aspect that I really love as well. And, and I, you kind of summed it up, but what do you find is the number one? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, that we're geared towards women and I'm just curious to hear your take on what you find is the number one obstacle that is getting in the way when they're, you know, trying to leverage and, and make a larger impact with their company. You know, I think honestly, the biggest thing is, is all mindset related. It's always going to be mindset because we've been told so many things, you know, even, and, and it goes from like childhood and teenage years. And, you know, so many women struggle with not feeling like they're good enough or that they're not worthy of being able to have success. And I've definitely struggled with these things too. And I had to work through a lot in order to be able to grow in my business. And I, I don't think men struggle with that as much. I mean, obviously men struggle with different things and some of them are similar um, depending on their backgrounds. But it's, I mean, from all the people I talk to from my own humble research that I've done, um, it's it's overwhelming how many women feel those, you know, like that that lack of worthy or that, wor- that yeah, um, lack of worthiness and not feeling deserving or feeling like they're not good enough or whatever. And that is going to stop them from showing up the way they need to in order to get to the next level. Uh, so I think that's the biggest thing, if I'm being honest. No, I would agree with that. I just, I wanted to hear what your uh, take and perspective was, but I definitely would agree that a, a lot of times for women, um, it manifests um, professionally from their mindset and, and not feeling good enough. Camila, thank you so much for joining us today. I want to jump into the power section of the interview and just ask you a couple um, rapid questions. What's one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Yes, I loved Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. Uh, Very impactful, and it's all about vulnerability. So really enjoy it. And what's one value that you have always stuck by throughout your journey that's a non-negotiable for you? Mm, to create experiences that make me excited about things. So I always want to make sure that I'm excited about something before doing it versus following some, like somebody's strategy or whatever blindly, just because it's supposed to work. Mm. And we always like to ask if you could leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. What would that be? Keep going and be patient. (laughs) I just put that on my post today on Instagram. (laughs) Perfect. I love that. And lastly, as you know, we're rise up for you. You know, when you hear that phrase rise up for you, what does that mean to you? What, what sparks within you? Honestly, it makes me think of heartbeat and hustle because it's exactly the same message, you know, being able to claim the fact that you're freaking awesome and that you can lead with your heart and be able to do intentional work and make a big impact in the world Mm -hmm. as you. I love that. Camila, thank you again for joining us and thank you for your time. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? 
Yeah. I mean, you can uh, learn more about Heartbeat and Hustle by going to heartbehindhustle.com. We have lots of great resources and free gifts and trainings uh, all about uh, online marketing, online business for female entrepreneurs. And you can find me on Instagram or Facebook as well, Heart Behind Hustle. Awesome. Thank you again so much for joining us. Such a pleasure to speak with you and thank you for sharing your message. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. And you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.